Hey, good morning, Denise Thomas. Thanks for chiming in. Pray that all is well with you and your family. Amen, amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Pastor Tony Knight. I bring you greetings live for Christ Community Church of Violet, New Jersey. Hey, hey, we're saving souls and changing lives. Amen. Listen, God is such an awesome God, and I'm excited to uh, not only just be saved, but God chose me to be a vessel for his word to go forth, and I'm so grateful for that. Because it's amazing how people will count you out as if they don't have any problems. <laughs> Listen, the Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all fall short. We all have issues, but you need to work through them. Amen. You need to work through them and, and start making the, the right choices. Amen. If you want better in your life, listen, you have to make the right choices. All right. But you need a lot of help. Amen. You need a lot of help in making the right choices. And it's not just the people that you're around. That's important. But a lot of times, you know, it, it's, it's the person you're married to. Amen. It's the person that you're married to and the type of person that you're married to. Um, if you're married or if you're looking to be married or, or you want a relationship and, and everybody wants to be loved. All right, come on. Everybody wants to be loved and everybody needs a you need to know what a great relationship is like. And you need to experience that. Um great relationships require a lot of great work. <clears throat> I I can't make that uh I don't know if I can make that any simpler. You have to put work in. As my friend Stephen, Stephen Davis says, he, he, uh, we talk about that. He says, now you, you, you say that a lot, that you got to put the work in. Yeah, you got to put the work in. Listen, you, if you want anything good out of life, you got to work at it. Does that make sense? You have to work at it. You got to put the work in or nothing is ever going to happen for you positive that you need to happen or you want to happen for you. Don't you would would you like to live a better quality of life? Would you not? Would you want to be loved by the correct person to to really love you and nurture you? And you don't have to walk around life with your guard up. You know, a lot of people walk around life with their guard up, and they're expecting to be hurt by people or person. All right, they're expecting that. That is not the way that God wants you and I to walk around life and to live life. He wants us to be carefree, but he always wants us to be on point. And remember, as I've been sharing with you, it's so important for you to be spirit filled so that you can see whether those spirits are good or bad in every individual that you come in contact with. Does that make sense? When you get to that point of your life, which is very doable, which is what God wants you to be at, you don't have to walk around with, with your guard up. You don't need to be concerned if you're going to be hurt by that person or not, because you're already going to know the type of spirit that's in that person. All right. And 
and it's going to make it so much easier for you to deal with everybody that comes across uh, your past every day. And let me tell you what, I'm so grateful to have experienced that and to continue to experience that because, listen, I'm going to challenge you. I, I normally don't do this. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you, all right, and for you to ask God to reveal to you all of your enemies and to protect you from your enemies and to make you invisible to your enemies now and to ask God to help you be aware of those people now. When that happens, here's the deal. When that happens, what's going to happen here is you are going to be shocked and surprised of those people that fit that category. Amen. You're going to be shocked and surprised of the people that fit that category. Now, make sure this is what you want. All right, because it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It, it's going to be some long-time people. It's going to be some family. It's going to be some ones that you classified as friends that you thought were there for you, and the whole time they are trying to do you in. You know, the Bible talks about people that practice, and they wake up and sit on the side of their bed pondering who they can do evil to. You know, there's people that practice that. Well, who says that you can't practice counteracting those things? Who says you can't do that, right? So we still want to talk about um, don't pull out on your investment. Amen? Don't pull out on your investments. We're still talking about that, okay? Um, because remember, God has invested in you. All right, his spirit, and he wants a return, a positive return. And you know what? So do you. Do you know everybody that dies? Everybody wants to go to heaven. And you know the sad reality is that some of them aren't. They're going to hell. And the Bible says hell enlarges itself daily. So I don't care how nice that you want to talk about them. Uh, listen, it, the bottom line is have they accepted the Lord as their personal savior? Because the Bible says there's no way. Listen, there's only one way to God. That's through Christ Jesus. That's it. Okay. I I like to I, I like uh, I like to tell you something different, but no, I don't. I just want to give you the truth. I don't even want to tell you nothing different. The, 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 the truth is that's just what it is, and it's nothing that I set up. That's just how it is. And why not deal with the reality? All right, let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor you. We worship you. You are our Lord, Savior, and Master of our lives. You are our everything. You are all in all. Lord, you're just tremendous. And what a mighty God we serve. And Lord, I thank you for your angels of protection watching over me, our family, our neighbors, our homes, our supporters of our ministry, Lord God. Just thank you for that, Father. And Lord, we're asking for, in our prayers, Lord, that you would allow us to be invisible to our enemies, Lord God, and Lord, that you would expose our enemies to us to show us who they are, Lord God, so that not that we don't mistreat them, Lord God, but we know how we need to deal with them, 
Lord God, so that we don't offend them, that they don't uh, uh, win over us being effective in a negative way, Lord God. But Lord, that we win them over by the love that you have given us, Lord God, to give to them. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that rise up against us in judgment, you shall condemn. Thank you, Lord God. Father, I thank you once again, Lord, for all these wonderful people, Lord God, who are always watching these services, Lord God, always chiming in, Lord, receiving your word and instruction on how to live a successful life through in and through you. And when you call them home, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the glory of the Lord. Thank you for that, Father. I love you today, Lord God. Lord, I pray, Father, I decrease, Lord, that you increase in me, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would speak through me your words. Lord, that you would to give your people, Lord God, to help them, Father, make better choices. And myself. Father, I thank you for a fresh anointing to do your will. For we love you. I pray, Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for all the, the people that are sick, that are in the hospitals, Lord God, and at home, Lord. I ask for your blessings on uh, my neighbor, Corey, Lord God, who's dealing with uh, COVID, Father God, and the other families, Lord, that are dealing with COVID, Lord, but special blessings on him, Lord. You would use him. Thank you for healing his body speedily, Lord God, and that he's able to get back on the battlefield for you, Lord God, and continue to provide for his family. Thank you for my, my good friend, Stephen Davis, Lord God, that you would continue to heal his body, Lord God, and you would deliver him from the hospital, Lord God, and allow him to go home and uh, with his family, Lord. Just enjoy, Lord, the rest of his life, Father, in good health, Lord, that he would serve you with all his heart, soul, and mind. As you would comfort his wife, Father, as she is working hard and diligent, Lord God, to keep everything going and still keep a level head and a peaceful mind, Father. We thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, for all the support that he's been getting. We love you, Father, and we thank you, Lord God, and we ask that you bless Miss Pierce, who was in the hospital, Lord God, that you would heal her body, Lord, for we thank you, Father, and everyone else, Lord, who we don't know by name father and we thank you once again lord for all the people that we say that we keep in our prayers daily lord god you know all their needs lord you said you'll meet them according to your, your riches and glory we thank you and we love you in jesus name we pray amen all right okay Whew. thank you y'all i had to, you know <laughs> yeah yeah you, you can't forget people in your prayers prayers are very important listen god requires you and i to communicate with him and prayer is very essential you have to have prayer to communicate with God and you also have to read his word so that communication happens amen no relationship works without good communication amen no relationship all right now let's go back to our theme scripture all right we're going back to what first Corinthians chapter 7 all right, let's start at verse number one, okay? Now concerning the things of which you wrote to me. <laughs> In other words, concern. All right, now let's pay attention to this. All right, let's pay attention to this. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Isn't that something? A, a immediate response. 
It's not good for a man to touch a woman. Ooh, I think Johnny Gill sang a song uh, about a touch of a woman. My goodness, let me tell you, it's just something about her. Right? I, I'm telling you, if God made anything more beautiful than a woman, he kept it for himself. But I'm telling you, you, women, you are just fabulous by yourself. You, all you got to do is just show up. And the whole scenery changes. It's just something about her. She's just, whew, she's so special. I'm so thankful for the wife that I have that God blessed me with just what I needed. And I know it. And I pay attention. I pay attention to those details. And I watch the things that she do, uh, that she does around the house and on her job and things. And, and the things that she, she does for, because I'm included in that. I'm included in that, and she's always thinking about us, you know, always thinking about me and what's, uh, and, and how can we make our love nest more comfortable. Do you know the people that aren't willing to do that? There are a lot of people who get hooked up in marriage for convenience. Some do it just for the money. Just for the, well, I didn't have no money when I met my wife. I didn't have no money. I had a job. That was it, but I had no money. <laughs> I had a little, a little paycheck, and I kept putting much weight on that paycheck as possible. I working all the hours I could, and she stuck with me. She stuck with me when I didn't have nothing but a car and an apartment, and you know, and, and a kid. I was like, okay, we're gonna make this work, you know. And she said, let's do it. And we put our money together from day one, and and it wasn't even I had to ask her to do that. We just did it, you know. We we talked about a plan and vision and she said let's do it i said okay and we just kept when we still do the same thing that we've been doing from from day one and i never had to ask her to do it she just does it and <clears throat> but she also believes in me and at the same time i have the uh i proved to her by my actions daily that what i'm what i'm in this for I'm in this for because you have dreams too that you want to, uh, that you've had in your past and present that you want to accomplish, you know, just like I do. You know, everybody wants to be successful. Well, as you know, and as I shared, success comes with, uh, you got to put work in. But Christ says in the Bible, apart from me, you can do nothing. And that is so true. And I found out that the more that I seek Christ, the more success comes my way. Because God is able to get more things to my your access when you can be proven to handle what you already have. Now, in doing so, the Bible says a man cannot govern a house of God unless he governs his own home first. God is very big on your home being in order. I'll say that again, men and women. God is very big on your home being in order. Now, some of you may or may not believe this, but it takes a lifetime to make sure that your home is in order. And you could never let up on that. That's why you don't have time to be concerned about what is somebody else doing in their home. That is none of your business. And you don't need to be competing with anybody about anything that they have because you don't know the work ethic that they put in to have whatever they have. You, you thank God for what they have, all right, 
and listen, you keep seeking God and God will give you your heart's desires. All right. As long as they're not corrupt. And I found out that a lot of people's desires are very corrupt. I, I can't tell you the amount of people that I personally helped get very good jobs, very good jobs. And they stopped speaking to me. Once they got the job, they stopped speaking. They, they put their nose in the air because they done bought a, a a home and a car and they got a little bank account and they look at you as if you're beneath them. And I said, wow. I said, hmm, no wonder, no wonder God doesn't bless everybody with multi-millions of dollars because they, they show that they can't handle that. Listen, you're supposed to have a roof over your head. You're supposed to have your home in order. Those, those, are, those are basic necessities that every person is supposed to have. But you're never supposed to think that you're better than the next person. The Bible tells us to stay humble. Remember we talked about that thorn in the flesh that Paul has, right? So <clears throat> my wife believes in me, and periodically she'll tell me that. She's proud of me. Um, and, and this is not about Pastor Knight, but I like to use my own experiences all right, and she'll tell me that she's proud of me and um, that I'm always trying to make sure that we're in good standing and our home is right. Now, is there room for improvement? I have a lot of room for improvement, just like you. There's a bunch of things that I would love to have in better condition and order in our lives, and I'm working toward that. I really am. I'm working toward that. We are working toward that. See, because you can't do this by yourself. Yeah, I was with some some pastors uh, the other day, and, uh, and I'm listening to the conversations. And one of the questions were, "How can we resolve problems and help the people?" Well, the the problem is we. See, that's the problem. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Then I'm going to add my favorite scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding in all of your ways, not some, every single way, area of your life. Acknowledge God and he shall direct your path. As simple as, Lord, what would you have us to eat today for dinner? Lord, what would you have uh, direction you want us to go in today? Lord, is it, uh, should we call this person today, Lord God? Lord, should we stay away from this? I don't care what it is. Lord, how do you want me to prepare? What do you want me to wear for tomorrow? I know that sounds petty, but God said in all of your ways, all is all, right? Is, is all all okay? Okay. Everything. Every, it sounds so petty, but it's not. God wants you and I to put 100%, 100% uh, trust in him so that his Holy Spirit can lead and guide us. A lot of times you're having major problems in your life because you went on your own to go and do it and you didn't seek God. You you told God, God, I got this from here. You just chill out over here, and when I'm ready for you, I'll pick you up. God, listen, good relationships and great relationships don't function that way. 
There's no way that I could tell my wife, you just sit over here and shut up and wait for me uh, to tell you when I'm ready for you. No, no, no. Sweetheart, how do you feel about this? That's what I do. Honey, how do you feel about this? You know, we, we had our home power wash yesterday. Well, we've been waiting a long time to get it power washed. Different people say, oh, we're come by. Oh, this, okay, all right, no, no show up, no call, no show, no problem. Lord, I ask you to send the right person to our home, Lord, that will power wash our home. And they will do an excellent job. They won't get hurt on our property. They won't damage anything, Lord God. And they'll do it with joy and peace because they'll be guided by you. And guess what happened? I, 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 somebody come by and, and they say, you know what? Uh, um, I, I, I have a family member that can take care of that for you. Uh, out of the clear blue sky, I said, okay. They come right on by a couple days later and, and you, bam, they say, okay, I'll be here Saturday. No problem. See, and everything went well. We paid the, paid the person. They were happy. We were happy. And my wife and I, and all we wanted was a power wash. And you'd be surprised at the people that either they'll, they won't contact you or they say they backed up for months. And I mean, okay, if that happens. But the whole deal was I had to pray about, Lord, who do you want to come and service us correctly? See, and I've had a better deal where I had to save more money by getting somebody else, which I reached out to, but they never got back to me. But I said, Lord, who would you have? See, and I also asked my wife, I said, sweetheart, how do you feel about this? Okay, so the guy said, well, you know, you need this done once a year. I said, yeah, well, I have a power washer. I said, but I'm not doing that work no more. He said, I said, well, if my wife approves of, uh, she likes your work like I do, I said, then you'll be our guy every year. How's that? He said, okay. I said, I will let you know. All right. And sure enough, she gave the approval, thumbs up. And so we said, okay, we'll go with it. But the deal is I have to include her in all the choices that we make because we're a partner. And good relationships partner up. That's why God wants you to partner up with him. Remember, don't pull out on your investments. All right. Oh, boy, I, I didn't plan on going that far. But um, let's uh, verse two. Nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, let each man have his own wife and let each woman have her own husband. Verse three. This is our key verse today. Let the husband render to his wife the affection due her. Do. All right. That means you owe this to her. And likewise, the wife to her husband, you owe due affection to each other. Now, affection. All right. For you scholars out there, because, you know, we get scholars. You get people looking get people that chime in just to see what Pastor Knight's saying so that they can critique it, as they call it. And they're looking for fault. All right. Look for the spirit of God, because the spirit of God is in this. Believe that. All right, now the word affection, okay, it's, uh, the Greek word is P-A-T-H-O-S, and that's uh, pronounced pathos, okay, and that is to suffer, all right, it's to suffer. Now, when one suffers, all right, or experiences uh, in any way, uh, hence, H-E-H-E-N-C-E, -E -E, all right, and affection, 
and affection. A-N, affection, all right? Now, of the mind, an affection of the mind. Hence, pay attention, all right? This is where people can lose it. Remember how we did a series on the one who controls the mind controls the body, right? So now, here you are, all right? The Bible tells you that we're supposed to render affection to our husband and our wife of the opposite sex, okay? Because mentally, they have to see, all right, and believe in their mind that you have their best interests at heart. Okay, now, all right, a passionate desire. They have to see that you're very passionate about their welfare and their happiness. They have to, your spouse needs to see this. But listen, you cannot be married to a puppy, all right, or, or you can't be married to a picture, all right. It has to be someone of the opposite sex that is of age, okay. All right, that is of age legally. All right, listen, so that this works correctly. Now, all right, we're going to get into some more talk, but you know, Pastor Knight does not hate nobody. I do not hate nobody, but I will tell you, sin is sin. All right, according to the Word of God, sin is sin. Right is right, and wrong is wrong. Amen. You agree with that? All right, I pray that you do. Okay, because. In order for everything to work correctly, you're going to have to sort this out in your own lives, all right? And don't judge the people that are not doing what you're doing. You pray for them and you give them love and let the Holy Spirit work on them. You let God do that. That's not your place. Your place is to love them, amen? Now, let's turn to Colossians, okay? Colossians chapter 3. All right, which is, uh, it's not far away, a few pages away from Corinthians, okay. Uh, chapter 3, and I really want to just verse number 5, but we got a lot of verses in here. Uh, you know what? Let's turn to Romans first. Turn to Romans chapter 1. I'm sorry, y'all. Turn to Romans chapter 1. All right, Romans chapter 1. And let's read verses 26 through 27. 26 and 27. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their woman exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Now, what is this saying? What is against nature? All right, I shared with you a while ago. All right, a woman, all right, gets pregnant, right? Not the man, okay, but the woman gets pregnant by the man, right? Okay, I'm not talking about artificial simulation. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about when a man and a woman have sex and he impregnates her, all right? She carries that baby. That's natural, all right? When that baby is born, Okay, and they determine the sex of that baby. All right, that baby does not have a choice. Okay, the baby does not have a choice. If either you are a boy or you are a girl, and your sex, all right, the tool that you were born with, all right, will let you know what you are a male or a female. Amen. You agree with that? Okay. 
So now you are what you are and who you are. That's it. All right. Do not let nobody else tell you that you have a choice of what you are. Uh, you're a male or female. No, that's just what you are. That's just the, that is the natural effect and cause of, of human existence. All right. Verse 27. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman, natural use. There was a natural affection between a male and a female. Natural. All right. The chemistry that is there, I don't care who you are. The chemistry is there. The right woman comes in on the scene. That, that guy could never like a woman. And then all of a sudden, it could be something about her. And to you, you're like, I don't know what he sees in her. But boy, oh boy, he's got, she sure do got him riled up. Yeah. And vice versa. See, you don't know their love language. But something in them is drawing them to each other. That's natural. That's supposed to happen. And I've seen a lot of Down syndrome uh, um, people uh, or people that's considered, quote, unquote, uh, with disabilities. Well, listen, they sure do have. I talk to a lot of them and they sure do talk about the opposite sex and how they would desire a girlfriend or a boyfriend. They want to be married you know, to a woman or a male, you know, of the opposite sex. They tell me these things and, and they are quote unquote supposed to have a disability. But but the natural instinct in them is kicking in. No different than you and I, right? So it says, verse 27, again, likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another Men with men committing what is shameful, that's what the Bible says, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. All right. Uh, well, let's read verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, you see that? They reject God. And his word, they reject God. Please pay attention to these because society is really pushing this today. They're pushing it. They're going against all the natural laws that is already out there. And they're forcing you to believe it. And because they, they have a large group supporting them, that does not mean that you're not responsible for making correct choices. You are and so are they. And so are they. And listen, and if whoever they fits that they, if you don't get it together, there are consequences that's going to come. I'm telling you now, according to the word of God, you better repent. Stop doing what those those foul acts. Stop that. Stop telling kids that that you can pick what sex you want to be. No, no, no. This is who you are. Do not create more confusion in your lives because God's going to hold you accountable. Look. The pandemic this, that has happened uh, in the world, this uh, COVID-19, did it not affect everybody? Did it not affect you? Is it still affecting the world? The Bible says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, 
then I will heal. All right. God said he'll hear your prayers. He'll heal your land. All right. He'll forgive your sins and heal your land. All right. Listen, God will do that, but we need him to do it. But you can't exclude him and you cannot bring all this extra practice sin into your future. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I know the LGBT community is very big, all right? God still loves them. Do not hate them people. Please hear, Pastor Knight. Do not hate them people. A lot of them have been abused, just like you and I, all right? Have had some type of abuse in our past, all right? Allow God to work on them. Continue to love them people. Don't mistreat them, okay? Let your light so shine that men can see your good works, and glorify your father in heaven. They use the rainbow flag as their symbol of who they are. Well, the rainbow itself is a symbol that belongs to God. That his promise is he'll never destroy the earth by water again. But the other side of that is it will be destroyed by fire. You do not want to be a part of that being destroyed by fire. Just like in the days of Noah. The Bible says it's going to be like that in the last days and time. Please read the book, the story about Noah in the book of Genesis. When Noah was the only one righteous in the world. Here, you get people complaining that they need encouraging. Where's all the good people? Noah didn't have nobody but his wife. And because uh, his children were his children, they were covered by dad. And their wives. And he told him to build the ark. All right. Please, you get in this story. You read the story yourself. And he was obedient. They never experienced rain. Nobody. They laughed at Noah. They teased him. How stupid you are serving God. Here you are building this big old boat. And ain't no water around. <laughs> oh, good luck. This is going to be interesting. Can you imagine him? Drinking their beer, standing to the side, smoking their weed, getting high, laughing on the corner, talking about, look how stupid he is. A hundred years, he built he built that ark, and all of a sudden, they clowning him, and looking and laughing, and then all of a sudden, the rain comes, and it doesn't stop. And then all of a sudden, they're all flooded out, and God sent Noah and the animals in there by two and God closed the door and sealed it. He did it. See, God will work on your behalf. And then guess what happened after that? All of a sudden, Noah looks like the smartest man in the world. See, it's, it's funny when you don't see it paying off at the time. But Noah did not pull out on his investment with God. And look what God had done. God had allowed the storms to come because of why? Because of sin. The sin had reached God's nostrils. And he was disappointed with man. He was sorry that he created man. Isn't that something? To be sorry that, that you invested in something. And, and, and the return is. That they're just multiplying in sin. That their hearts are just. Always and minds are thinking of nothing but sin and corruption. Aren't we experiencing that today? Come on y'all. You see the news. You see the news every day, people getting shot. Right now, you got over 400 people in Philadelphia this year alone, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that 400 murders, 
gunshots. Already? Really? Come on, people. And that's happening everywhere and all over. And it's happening in, in, in nice areas. Plymouth Township is a nice area. You, listen, and, and these children are being taught you can do whatever you want to do and there's no restrictions. And, and there's, no there's no consequences to your actions, really. You got police officers scared to go out on patrol because they don't know if they're going to come, really come back because these kids got guns. And these young folks are using them guns and they just don't have no six shooter. They got semi-automatics. They, they pull the trigger one time and, and 10 rounds go off. Yo, that's, they mean this. And you confront them about them being wrong. They're not getting it at home. So you confront them, you become their enemy. And you tell me something's right about that? And, 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 and people were telling you, oh, no, put them in timeout. No, no, no. The Bible says spare the rod, spoil the child. Listen, I got my butt fannied, all right? My butt fannied when I was little to break my bad nature when I wanted to do wrong. And I'm glad my parents did that. So the police officer and the judge didn't have to do that. All right. So now I can practice being a good neighbor to my neighbors. All right. So listen, I don't know what you're thinking about next 10 or 20 years. Good luck having good neighbors if the kids are horrible and now they making babies. Oh, really? No, I know that. that listen, you don't know what it's going to take for them to buy or have that home. And you mean to tell me this is going to produce a better society by, by encouraging bad behavior and doing wrong? No, listen, I'm, I'm against wrong. Amen? I'm against wrong. I'm not against you. I'm against wrong. But if you're promoting wrong, I'm going to tell you, that's wrong. That's it. Listen, these, th these words were not set up by Tony. These are God's words, and this is what he wants. If you want a good life in a great society, follow the word of God. If you don't want it, keep doing what you're doing. Keep following the devil, and you'll never have that. All right? Neither will your descendants, and you'll be miserable and disappointed. And I know that when, even with servicing, going to stores and things, they're nasty. I'm like, yo, they got these self-checkouts now. The people, look, the people that are working there, I don't even know why they're working. Because they won't even point you out to which one you can go to if you need help. Unless it's somebody old. But the younger generation, they're not even talking to you. They, they sitting there on their cell phones or talking with their friends. And you ask them a question, they suck their teeth at you. I'm like, wow, really? Huh? Okay, well, what, so what do you think? And they're making babies. So how do you think them babies going to be? I'm just, listen... Don't pull out on your investment. Either you're going to have a good investment or bad investments. Amen. Now, so men, listen, you, you, you have a major responsibility in making sure your home functions well. And your spouse, all right, of the opposite sex is loving and supporting you because you're loving and supporting her. Amen. And that, and her mind and your mind needs to see that and know that because this is your battlefield right here. You are literally loving your wife 
while she is on the battlefield. And wives, you are loving your husband while they're on the battlefield. Say, listen, no matter what's going on, we're going to keep Christ first and we're going to love each other right through this. No matter what nobody else is doing, listen, we're going to make sure that we're good and our home is in order. Amen. This is what God wants you to do. He wants you to focus on, on what's right. All hell is breaking loose in everybody's mind. That's why the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. You got all kind of stuff going on, just like I do. Now, you got to sort through this with passion and desire so and affection so that it does not infect you. Amen. Listen, this is a lot of work. This is why these knuckleheads that are running these games in church, what is wrong with you? People are dying and hurting and, and you trying to fatten your pockets. Really? That's all you care about is what you can get and you and yours and yours only? Really? When the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, God owns the, 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 the cattle on a thousand hill, the hill and everything else. And you mean to tell me that he can't bless you, that you that you have abundantly above all that you asked and or could think? Really? Now, if your mind is that narrow-minded, then, then you need to open your mind up and study the word of God more to see that God wants to do nothing but bless you so that you can be a blessing to his body and to people. Amen? God wants to bless you with more so that you can help other people. Amen. That's how that goes, folks. So you don't need to be envious. You don't need to be jealous. You don't need to be those. You don't need to be that person. You need to be a person of love, of integrity, of godly character, and move forward. I know of a, of a family that supports molestation in their family. They practice raping their nephews and nieces, and the family supports it. And if you don't support it with them, you're their enemy. What kind of mess is that? What? Yeah, what are you doing messing with them little innocent children like that? And the family allows it. Yo, when are you going to stop that mess? They're going to grow up to be adults hurt and confused. And, and this is my job as a pastor to help eliminate that. And to help those people that have been abused, that God loves you. And as long as you stay with him, you will never be abused like that again because he'll protect you. And he'll, he'll help guide you so that you get all the healing that you need and that that bad behavior does not get repeated through your life and all the generations that follow after you. That's how awesome God is. His love is so real. You'll never experience him hurting you. Now, people's going to try and do you in, but he's not. But listen, no weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, God shall condemn us in the book of Isaiah. God will not allow nobody to harm you. That's love, folks. He died on Calvary's cross for you and I. And look how, look at the people, how, how they talk bad about Christ. And he died on Calvary's cross. He got whooped all night long for you and I. And, and this is the thanks that he gets? Really? That's love? And you don't want to be mistreated, but you want to mistreat our Savior? 
in fact, you and you mistreat him, you're going to mistreat the people attached to you. Dude, I can't tell you the amount of people who are miserable because they married, but they had to have that person. Oh, the sex is great. Yeah, okay, well, what happens when the sex levels off? And, and you will go through changes, sir and ma'am. As I shared a few months ago, men, your testosterone levels are dropping. From age 18, they drop every year. And then one day you're going to need to take some, either some testosterone gel to rub under uh, on your shoulder or testosterone shots. And you're going to have to go see the doctor, some Viagra to get some help. All right. She's going to go through menopause and, and the change of life where she's going to have hot flashes and cold flashes and, and maybe even lose hair or some of them their skin turns color. I mean there's so much that goes on with that and you don't know how long you better love that person for that person because that's your investment instead of what they can give you oh well, well we don't have sex the way we used to you, you guys are working right you, got, you guys building a life you're, you're playing house together All right, you don't have time to be having sex for 12 hours out of the day, then got to go work for eight hours, and then take care of your family. When are you going to get some sleep? All right? In fact, while you're going through those changes, you should be going through those changes together. This is mentally, she needs to know that you're there, and he needs to know that you're there for them. But you not loving Christ through this, it's harming your relationship. And now with all this technology, there's all kind of help out there. All kind of help to help you uh, do better in those areas, okay? But listen, it's still a process. It's still a process. And you better be loving that person for that person. See, this is where true love kicks in. Look, look, I never had all this gray hair. I look now, I said, boy, I got more and more gray hair. I went to the barbershop the other day. I said, man, I got a lot of gray hair up there. Uh, uh, uh -huh. Yeah, well, thank you, Lord, for the gray hair. I've already outlived my mom and my father. And I said, wow, thank you, Lord, for that. And I'm still here. Lord, I want to complete your will for my life. All right. Uh, listen, my wife deserves a good life, Lord, and I want to be the man that she signed up with to be able to provide all those wonderful things that we've talked about, Lord. And listen, and us not to worship them, but to worship you, but to enjoy what you blessed us with, to be good stewards over what you place in our care. Thank you, Lord, for that. And you can do that, all right? And... Listen, it just takes time. And you need to be patient with that woman that you say you love. A lot of these women are out here pretending to be a man is because the man abused them badly. And look, now, now uh, what, do they, what do you call that? Uh, ab abuse? Uh, 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 abuse with a husband? Domestic violence is higher with same sex and it is uh, heterosexual. Isn't that something? With a male and a woman, it's higher with two women or two men being married together. Isn't that something? See, so the problem never corrected itself. You just got somebody pretending to be something that they're not. 
And I'm trying to help you get away from that. I know something happened. Listen, how about you work on that problem? All right. How about you stop that homosexuality, that lesbian? How about you stop that? Okay, because God loves you. And your life will never get no better until you correct your problem. Listen, you might have been raped. All right. And it turns you off. Okay. Listen, I've had family members that has been raped. Okay. I know what you're dealing with. Okay. And it's not a pretty picture. And some of them don't like to talk about it because of the damage that was done. Well, I encourage you, you're going to have to talk about it with somebody. And I pray that God leads you to the right person that you can talk to and get the help that you need so that you can heal. This, you need a healing process. This has to happen in your life. All right? I had none of this written down. Uh, but this has to happen in your life. Okay? Because you can't keep doing wrong and expecting good. That's insanity. You can't keep doing that. And please remember, Pastor Knight is not your enemy. I'm not your enemy. I love you. God loves you. I'm trying to encourage you to do right. That's all I'm trying to do. And those who are married to the opposite sex, I'm here to encourage you. Treat your wife and your husband much better with passion. They need to see that you really love that person. I've gained weight. All right. Uh, uh, I've changed, okay? And my wife has went through changes. But it doesn't stop the love. It should not stop the love that you have for that person. That love should continuously grow because you have each other's best interests at heart and mind. Amen? And the more that you do that, listen, you're not responsible for your spouse's choices that they make. You're responsible for your own choices that you make. They could be doing wrong, but you do right. And you keep doing right because you got to answer for you. And God will deal with them. God will deal with them. I've seen marriages do a 180. I've seen it. I done did some counseling where, whoo, hot and heavy, the guns. I was waiting for the guns to get pulled out any second. I know they had them. I said, look, y'all can't do this. You got to treat each other right. You got to want to do that. You got to, don't call your, your wife an old lady. Don't do that. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me with this good-looking young wife who was who caring, giving, and virtuous. You got to confess things out of your mouth and to your investment. You speak the type of wife that you need, sir, the type of husband that you need, ma'am. You need to speak these things out of your mouth, that, that her figure is still beautiful and gorgeous, just how I like it, God. Thank you, Lord, that she still turns me on and he still turns me on. Thank you, Lord, that, Lord that, that we're just loving you unconditionally because you're loving us unconditionally. And thank you for all the things that you've blessed us with, with so that we're able to not only keep practicing love but, and giving love, but our children see it and our neighbors see it. And everywhere we go, that your light is shining so much that it's changing the world. See, there's no law against that. There's no law against that, folks. 
Oh my goodness. It looks like we got to pick this back up on Wednesday, y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you, because I'm not even nowhere near done. And I thought I would be done today with this, but it, it just the Holy Spirit just been giving me more stuff to give to you. Yeah, listen, the passion has to be there. And, and 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 we didn't even get to Colossians yet. Oh my goodness. So but we're gonna pick up there. We'll pick up there, but we we got a few more minutes. We can keep rolling. So in this Romans 26, and I said through 28, listen, your mind and her mind, you need to be on one accord. You need to be on one accord with one another with this. All right? And the more you practice this, the and, and you stop looking for fault in your mate. Stop look because it's there. All right? It's there. You don't have to look for it. It will show itself. But you don't want to entertain that. Amen? You don't want to entertain fault-finding. Okay? You don't want to do that with your spouse. You just want to love them, sir, ma'am. Just love them. Okay? The Bible, we, we sang a song. Is it through it all, through it all? I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Oh, through it all, through it all. I've learned to depend upon his word. Listen, I've learned through it all. Through it all, love your spouse. Love them through it. You signed up for better or for worse. For richer, for more. That's why when I do weddings and people ask me to do weddings, I say, you know, I, it's mandatory for me to give you some counseling. Because the Bible tells, tells you, for you, when you enter in marriage, that you don't enter in unaware. I'm going to let you know what, uh, uh, help you be aware of what you're entering into. What you sign it up for. For better, for worse. For richer, for poorer. In sickness and in health. Until death us do part. All right. When death happens, the contract is over. All right. Then, then, then you, then you do what you need to do after that. All right, God. If you want somebody else, you ask God to bless you with somebody else. If you don't want nobody else, you tell God, "Thank you, Lord. I don't need nobody else. I'll take a pet, and I'll love the pet, and we'll be friends." And and listen, I know my grandpa. After my grandmother died, he didn't he didn't want to remarry, but he had a friend. All right, he had a friend, and what he would do is he, she would uh, cook for him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. She would cook dinner for him, all right? He went to the diner and ate breakfast every day. And on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he took her out to eat dinner. That was a good deal, right? And that was, his, that was their exchange right there, is that he would take her out to eat four days a week, and you cook for me three days a week. Wasn't that nice? That was nice uh, companionship, and they did not live together. All right? I'll leave that right there, okay? But you need to be kind to each other. Please be kind to your spouse. All right? But you need to seek God for this direction. You need, you got to have God in you, Christ Jesus in you, for guidance so that this happens correctly. Amen? You got to have that or this will never work for you. All right. And, and you could have a good marriage. 
Amen. You can have a good marriage, but what's wrong with the best marriage? Right? What's wrong with that? Is there something wrong with you having the best marriage there is out there? Uh, or, or, or maybe you, won't, you don't want the best, but you just want a better one. What's wrong with that? Do you know I see some of these women out here and men that are practicing wrong of the same sex, and I see the good that's in them? They some good people. It, it's just that something, something steered them in the wrong direction, and society is encouraging it. And I'm believing God that it stops. All right, I know what the Bible says, but I'm going to do all I can to help encourage people to seek Christ Jesus. To not be concerned about ever being abused again. Now, people will do you wrong, but it won't infect you. All right, wrong is going to be done towards you and around you, but it will never bother you ever again. Because you'll have so much of the love of God in you that you'll know exactly how to handle every situation. Every situation. And listen, you wouldn't want that. You don't want the upper hand. I'll take the upper hand on everybody. And the upper hand is through love. See, God's love is not what you think it is. Remember, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As far as heaven is from the earth, so are his thoughts from our thoughts and his ways from our ways. You'll never figure God out. None of us will never figure God out. All he requires us to do is love him. How about we just love him? How about we just love each other? Hey, but listen, this starts with you inviting Christ into your heart. You'll never be able to do this if you don't invite Christ into your heart. So I just ask you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I receive you as my Savior, Master, and Lord. Satan, you no longer have a stronghold on me in Jesus' name. Whoa, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Satan no longer has a stronghold on me. Amen. Listen, that's even for you that had backslid. All right. As Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, Thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that Christ has been raised from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with confession is made unto righteousness, which is what we just did. Amen. And listen, if you gave your life to Christ, please contact me. Let me know. Thank you, everyone, for chiming in. Please share this on your pages, all right? Please, amen, so that we can continue to reach billions and billions of people every single day, amen? We want to continue to do that so that God gets the glory. It's helping the people live better, all right, and they'll do better, all right? Heaven smile upon you. You guys enjoy this beautiful fall day here. Uh, we got beautiful weather day, 73 degrees and sunshine. I'll take it. I love you guys so much. If Christ don't come back between now and Wednesday, we will see you Wednesday evening at what time? 7 p.m. Please tell your friends and your neighbors and your family, your co-workers. Listen, click us on. And remember, we are on uh, Roku TV and and android and i mean whoo on um it, it's it's called the uh oh i forgot what it was called i'm sorry y'all but but just go back to the old other message and you'll see it in there okay and and uh 
and, and, and I'll be able to give you more information later, okay? Love y'all. I'm sorry my mind wasn't on uh, the flow. That's what it's called. We're on the flow. And you can catch us on Roku TV, all right? You can catch us on uh, Roku and Apple TV and iOS and Android and as well as this. Amen. And you can also catch us on YouTube as well. So we're growing. Amen. And we're expanding. Our ministry is expanding. And we're just, listen, we're just going with the flow. However God has us to do and what he's doing in us. Okay. So expect this ministry as it continues to grow nas nationally and internationally that uh, we're believing God for our ch a church building. Amen. We're believing God for our church building. So I ask you to, uh, to put it in your prayers that God bless us with our church, our new church building and everything that he has attached for us. All right. Okay. Amen. That's what I desire. All right. If, if it's not his will, then so be it. But I desire that because I would love for all of us to come together under one umbrella and work together and grow together spiritually. All right. As well as being on Facebook Live and the other um, avenues that God has for us. Hey, love y'all. Take care.